Picture this. You're a young girl out with your parents at an event or maybe playing with your friends at a park and you're suddenly kidnapped by random men. Thrown in the back of a truck, driven across state lines only to be assaulted regularly and forced into prostitution. This scenario may sound far-fetched, but unfortunately, it isn't. Human trafficking is so prevalent today, and to guard against it, some states are pushing for all CDL drivers to be TAT, Truckers Against Trafficking, certified. On this episode of BossCast, we're shining a light on the realities of this billion-dollar dark business of sex trafficking. Are you ready? Let's take a ride. You're listening to BossCast, an Opportunity Media Group production that raises awareness for our nation's professional drivers with news, information, and entertainment that cover all things trucking and the topics that affect you most. BossCast keeps you informed with the stories and the people and businesses behind the stories that move our economy. Enjoy the show. How's it going, bosses? Welcome to this episode of BossCast, a podcast for truckers, where we bring you all the information professional drivers need. I'm your host, Brittany Joyner. And I'm your other host, Nikki Snyder. And today we're talking about human trafficking. You know, Nikki, this topic is one of those things that, you know, we don't really want to think about. It's bad. And I think some people think, well, I don't know anyone who this has happened to, so I'm not really sure why it concerns me. But the truth is it's happening more and more. In fact, some states are even trying to pass laws to decriminalize it. And it's one of those topics that you constantly see in the headlines. Uh, Just this week, I read dozens of headlines about human trafficking, and here are some. Uh, 15 capital district individuals arrested during human trafficking operation. Human trafficking operation lands 20 in jail. Three minors recovered, 11 arrested during Los Angeles-based human trafficking operation, and the list goes on and on. Nikki, I think something that's so weird is that it's only been recently that states have even been collecting data on human trafficking when it's such a huge business. Yes, only recently have states started to statistically keep track of human trafficking. The current statistics that we do have come from the Federal Human Trafficking Hotline. These numbers do not include calls to local law enforcement or any state hotlines, only the National Hotline for Human Trafficking. So today we're talking with the experts at Truckers Against Trafficking's Ellen Hoffer, where she tells us the statistics, stories, and the warning signs, but also the push that some states are doing to urge all CDL drivers to get TAT certified. We know that since TAT's inception, since the start of the hotline actually, there have been over 2,600 calls to the hotline number from the transportation industry. So from trucking and busing and law enforcement related to that. We know that from those calls, over 1,200 victims have been identified because of calls from these industries. That means 1,200 individuals have been interacted with and have that another chance towards freedom. Now from that, I do wanna state some other hotline statistics. So in 2019, the hotline itself, so all across the board, not just transportation industry, but they received 48,000 calls. 10,000 of those were directly from survivors and 22,400 victims with moderate or high likelihood of the case really being a trafficking case were identified. And that's one year. 
Hearing these numbers from Helen, you have to remember that these are people. These are people, people whose lives were saved because someone, whether it was a trucker, whether it was a truck stop worker, had the bravery to call the hotline to report a human trafficking suspicion. Here is a story out of California where a trucker was able to save the life of a woman who needed help by recognizing trafficking warning signs. Out of California, um, Arian Taylor drives for Ballard Trucking. He drives from East Coast to West Coast every week, has a regular route. So he is arrives at his normal stop in Southern California. Um, it's in an industrial area. He arrived a little early and is, you know, in line to unload. He's sitting there. It's about, I want to, it's, it's like middle of the night. I want to say it was 2 a.m. Um, and he's sitting there and he's filling out his paperwork in his cab and he hears some tires screeching because there is like a neighborhood kind of bordering this industrial area. And he doesn't think too much of it. There are people who race or people who, you know, they're just tire screeching, that happens. But then in a little while he looks up and he notices there is a, a woman walking around this area, not in the neighborhood, uh, with uh, a trash bag. Um, it appears that she kind of gives off the sense of like, everything she owns is in this bag, kind of like, this is it. Just the dejected look. Uh, he continues to fill out his paperwork. Sure enough, she actually comes up to his cab and knocks on his, his window. Later, we're speculating because he does have a Truckers Against Trafficking window decal. We have window decals and cab stickers uh, that you can put on your truck if your company allows. Um, and it has, it says, do you need help in the National Human Trafficking Hotline? So we don't know if that's what drew her to his cab in particular, because right there are other trucks in line, but that happened. And she knocks on the cab and says, hey, my, I was visiting the area. I was brought here with my, my friend and her boyfriend and they just kicked me out of the car. Um, or, you know, it kind of starts that way. Anyway, comes to find out that actually they had driven here from another area and had been, he'd said, oh, we don't have any money left to get back home. So if you just, I'll, like, if you just have sex with a couple of these people, then we'll have money and I'll take you back home. It's like, okay, why did you go to an area and not realize you wouldn't have enough money to get four hours away. Like four hours is not that much gas. Like you can make it. And so what is this story? And then being driven to an area that's pretty isolated, that like, yes, there are other homes around, but it's 2 a.m. There aren't any like service centers or like shelters that are just apparent and obvious in the area. And you're being thrown out of this car. So he starts contacting some domestic violence shelters and just kind of putting those pieces together, isn't able to make anything really shift or move at that moment, right, in this moment of crisis. Then he looks over, he sees the uh, tat sticker on his window and is like, wait, if she's being told that she has to, there's another person involved, she's being told she has to sleep with other people to get that money to then go home that's trafficking. Seeing these pieces put together, realizing that and being like, I don't know this, but sure enough, he calls the hotline number, gets on the phone and they're like, hey, can we talk to the, the woman directly, right? Wanting to give her as much agency and voice in what's happening. During that phone call to the hotline, the woman's claim was substantiated and they were able to get her a cab and to a local shelter. And that's what makes all the difference. The trucker, Arian, was able to save her, give her back her identity and help her regain her freedom, something that she had lost, all with just knowing the signs to look out for and what to do next. 
The warning signs are really the key to stopping human trafficking in its tracks. So what are some signs if you have a gut feeling that you have come across a victim of human trafficking? Here are some questions to ask yourself about the person. We're talking about, okay, does this person um, have their ID on them? Why, are we, why not, right? Uh, do they have cash on them? When was the last time they interacted with their family? Do they know what's current with their family? And right, we do have in our, so we have our wallet card. It's a little card, has the hotline number on it, has the definition of human trafficking, as well as then it lists out those red flags to look for. Anyone can order that or they can get our app, which has a lot of the same information. So Truckers Against Trafficking as an app on your phone um, that lists some of those. Do they have any tattoos that show ownership? So that's branding. In different areas, you can Google and see if there are any patterns, like is it a crown on their finger or a cherry on their neck, but dollar signs, money maker, uh, daddy's girl, could be across the chest, on the neck, on the lips. Something that is like, I own you and this is what you're for. Like this is what you exist for. Some of those signs. but. The two most obvious signs and indicators that there's trafficking, if there's a minor involved in commercial sex, so it doesn't matter if they say, I want to be here, I'm just taking control of my own life and earning my own way. The reality is that he's a minor in need of help, right? If they have been kicked out of their house, ostracized, they're going to try and find community and safety. And traffickers are going to try and build that uh, image that that is what I provide. Like I provide, you get to be autonomous. You don't have to rely on the system or your parents or any caretaker. You can earn all this money. And but the reality is they're they're not. And even if there isn't a trafficker involved, if there is a minor involved, that's automatically sex trafficking. That is the law in the United States. Uh, second is again any signs of traffickers. So oh yeah, my boyfriend dropped me off, or um, my fan is taking care of me. I just need to get this money to help them out. If you see and you hear signs that there's another individual involved, that is, that means there's probably a trafficker involved and that is human trafficking. Doesn't matter if the person talking to you is 40 years old. If there is another individual involved, likelihood is that they're being trafficked. And honestly, likelihood is at some point they started with a trafficker, even if they're out there seemingly on their own at this point. And so they deserve the chance to say, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I, I wish I knew there were other options. Because if that's all you've known, if that's all anyone's ever said to you, then how do you know that you could do something else, right? I, I volunteer with kids who are in the foster care system and acknowledge that if no one ever told you you could get a bank account or have a checkbook or like any of these other life pieces, then you don't know what a safe work environment is. Like if someone says, oh, I'm going to cash the check for you, um, don't worry, I'll give you the money, and no one's told you that isn't how work works, <laughs> then you might be in that situation. So those, those are just painting a little bit more of a picture of what it can look like. If they don't know where they are, right? Like, why wouldn't you know how you got here? Um, do you know a favorite restaurant in the area? Is that indicating you have preferences, you get to choose something, you know where you are? So all of those pieces together can start weaving this fabric of, okay, maybe one of those could be excused. Oh, I forgot my ID at home. Or like, oh, I'm here with my parents and I don't have cash on me. Or, you know, there could be explanations for various things. But when you start putting all those pieces together and it starts seeing those behaviors seems a little bit more suspicious. And the great thing is, it's a hotline number. You can be wrong and it's okay. That's what they're there for. The good news is there are some states jumping on board to urge all CDL holders to get TAT certified because after all, our children are our most precious cargo.
Recently, Florida and South Carolina made the news for teaming up with TAT to get more truckers certified in reporting human trafficking. So uh, this is through the Florida Attorney General's office. They're not mandating uh, TAT training, but what they did is they sent out a letter to every CDL holder in the state of Florida, asking them if they would train using our free training education portal, which is linked on our website, truckersagainsttrafficking.org. Say, hey, would you go here and train? And every trucking, interstate trucking carrier in the state, they met with or communicated with saying, hey, would you train all of your drivers? So so they did this big push through the Florida Highway Safety and Motor Vehicle Office. Uh, they did some press releases. Uh, they did press conferences with carriers that were coming on board. Um, they also got the Florida Trucking Association involved. So there was a grant that they were able to use as a part of uh, spending time and effort to, to advertise all of this. So they did this huge push. And again, I mean, really tats model is this building this network, right? What do you know? And are you sharing it with the person next to you? What do you know? And are you sharing it with the person next to you? And so, I mean, that was just like a bigger example of that. Like, hey, we're in the state of Florida and we want to take an active role in combating human trafficking. What a great way to spread this network by just involving our carriers, making sure they know this is free training. This is 30 minutes. And so that can add up with a lot of drivers but here we are telling you that we have seen a difference. We are seeing calls come into the National Human Trafficking Hotline. We are seeing reports and more victims identified because members of the trucking industry are recognizing it. They're in places where they can see it and they are reporting it. And so we're really seeing lives saved uh, and opportunities for people to make that take that path to freedom. And so Florida started that and let other states know about it. And so South Carolina started following in similar uh, footsteps in terms of they sent out a postcard, they uh, got involved with the State Trucking Association, again, just kind of doing a news blast saying, hey, we see this, this is available, this is free and we recommend it. And it's good that states are following suit, especially when some bills are being proposed in certain states aimed at decriminalizing commercial sex, which human trafficking falls into this category. It's a major blow because the victims of human trafficking and commercial sex, they do not choose to be in this business coming up in the news a lot lately is there are bills that are being proposed for full decriminalization of human tra of uh, commercial sex. What that means is it is uh, there is no penalty to the brothel, the buyer, the trafficker. Yes, that's what that means. So people are putting it out there, right, as it's freedom of speech and you get to do what you want. But the reality is, the reality is, 99% of the people out there did not have a choice to be there. And so what you're doing is you're just giving freedom to the buyers, to the traffickers. On the other hand, where you see bills for partial decriminalization, this means that people who are being prostituted will not face criminal charges for being prostituted. Whereas the buyers, the traffickers, the brothels, they do face criminal penalty. So that means you're taking this burden off of someone who is in a situation that 99% of the time they didn't choose to be in while holding this system of demand accountable. So you're really trying to put, that's pushing down demand to then make sure that no one feels like they have to be in this situation.
You know, Nikki, truck drivers are the eyes and ears of our highways. They really know what goes on out there on the road. So it's absolutely just warms my heart to know that so many truckers are getting TAT certified and wanting to help save lives. Right? They really can amplify a victim's voice and get them the help they need. You have choices. You have options. Because reality is, right, the majority of people in who are involved in commercial sex are not choosing it one way or the other. I just listened to part of an amazing webinar uh, by Be Eat Best, Businesses Ending Slavery and Trafficking, talking about how poverty is the worst trafficker. Like saying that, because if you don't feel like you have any other options, you have kids you need to take care of, or uh, you just need to feed yourself, what options do you feel like you have? And if you don't have your ID, if you don't have all these other things, you'll do what it takes to survive. But if someone else steps in and says, I'm going to I'm going to help you see where there are resources, where there are other options and let you choose that. That that's the power of the trucking industry to disrupt that cycle and that path and say no. We won't stand for it. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing truck stop employees, drivers, bus drivers, motor coach employees, school bus drivers recognizing these signs of grooming, recognizing these signs of trafficking and reporting it so that they have a voice and they have a, they amplify their voice of a, of a victim and of a survivor and make that possible. So it's important if you feel in your gut that something is wrong or if you believe that you have come across a victim of human trafficking, call the hotline. Get out a pen and paper right now. I'm urging you, please get out a pen and paper right now and take down this number. It is 1-888-373-7888. Again, one 373 If you suspect anything, give them a call because you never know who you can save or who you can save someone from. Even if law enforcement gets there and the person is gone, the hotline actually keeps a record of everyone's description and the location to determine if that location is becoming a hotspot of trafficking. And so they're able to send more law enforcement out there and get more help that they need for those victims. It's both long-term and short-term that you're able to help. And if you would like to get TAT certified or would like to get your truckers certified, the best news is it's free. All you have to do is go to trained.truckersagainsttrafficking.org. Do your part in helping put an end to human trafficking. everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of BossCast. Like what you hear, please leave us a review. And why do we do this, Nikki? Because you're the boss.